1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
2: Welcome to the Overnight Success Podcast, brought to you by Maria Hatsi-Stefanis. Maria is the founder of Rodial and Nip and Fab, Best selling author and on a mission to help you achieve your dreams. Maria's highly anticipated third book, How to Live Your Best Life, is now available on Amazon.
3: Hey, Ariel, and welcome to the Overnight Success Podcast. Thank you for having me. Welcome to London, first of all.
2: Thank you. you so much.
3: Is this your first time in
2: London? No, this is my fourth.
3: All right. Okay. Well, I'm very excited because later on we are doing a meet and greet with you and our Nippon Fab fans and your fans. (laughs) And as you know, we worked with Kylie Jenner a couple of times. Yes.
2: She was your brand ambassador. Yeah, she was Mm
3: -hmm. our brand ambassador a couple of times. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the Nippon Fab fans are Kylie's fans and obviously your fans. And they are super excited to meet with you.
2: I'm so excited. I can't wait.
3: So good. So let's just start from the beginning. What was the point that you decided you wanted to be a makeup artist?
2: You know, that's such a baffling question for me because I don't think I had a definite moment. My entire life I've been wanting to be a singer. I've been singing since I was like four years old. My family had me vocal training and um, I went to a performing arts high school. And my junior year of high school, I just kind of had like this little switch in my head. And I've always been really connected to beauty in a weird way, but nothing that really defined me wanting to be a makeup artist. And then there was this one time I was on my way home in the train station, and I got into this train. This lady had the most beautiful makeup on. She was sitting right across from me. And I couldn't help but like go and talk to her. Like I. I don't know if I can say this, but I like grew the balls to like go over to her and just talk to her because I was like a shy kid. And I sat next to her and I spoke to her. I was like, what is this? Like, you look so beautiful. (laughs) This is like art. And she looked at me and we talked for a second. And she explained to me like, this is how I did it, this, that. And um, she ended up towards the end, she's like, I know you don't know me, but. I would like to take you to the Mac store and purchase your first Mac palette ever. Wow! And she, and she's like, you have the same gleam in your eyes that I had when I first wanted to do makeup, and I know you're gonna do great things with this.
3: Amazing.
2: And I feel like those words of encouragement were kind of like a boost inside of me. I already was connected to beauty, like always. I just seeing my mom, put my mom was very low maintenance, so just seeing her like put chapstick on and mascara and maybe like a little blush, like that was so entertaining to me. You would find me like searching through her makeup bags and getting in trouble for that. Love it. But um, yeah. yeah, it all started from there. And I feel like those words of encouragement just led me to be able to do something in life. I think it's really important to encourage others and just elevate and inspire people.
3: That's a great story. I think, it always yeah. uh, it, it always inspires me to know how everyone started their careers, and yeah, that sounds like a very interesting story that a lot of our listeners will enjoy I, finding out about. I hope she's watching because I
2: don't have any um contact with her anymore, <gasps> but I hope she's watching and I hope I made her proud.
3: Oh my God, why why is that? Wh- why are you I, not in touch with I her? I
2: lost connection a couple years ago when. I moved to LA, like my phone, I lost a lot of contacts, and I only had her email.
3: Right. Well, I hope she listens to this and you guys reconnect and overnight success brings you together again. I hope so. All right, okay, so let's just move on to your first ever celebrity client, Kylie Jenner. (laughs) So we've all watched The um, Life of Kylie, the show where you also feature (laughs) and you are hilarious, I have to say. And it's very publicly known that the way that you and Kylie connected was that she found you on Instagram and DM'd
2: you, which is
3: unbelievable. Can you tell us the story?
2: It was the most surreal thing. I mean, I love Kylie to death. it's funny because if you were to ask her now, she would probably be too scared to DM anybody on Instagram. <laughs> I
3: can imagine. And
2: I feel like even then she was like a little hesitant, but she still did it. And I remember her telling me that she was so nervous. Like she even had her best friend when I got there open the door for me because she didn't want. she'd like it was a stranger. You know, she's inviting a stranger to her house crazy. in hopes that he's not a crazy person. Exactly. And um, it was really cool. Um, I remember being on my way home. I was from Florida with my with my best friend. And I looked at my phone and I was like, oh my God, Kylie Jenner just DM'd me. And it was 14 minutes ago. I'm late, like I was freaking out. I was, I thought because I waited so long to reply to her, because I waited so long to see the DM that she wasn't gonna reply, fair enough. It took her two days to reply. So I was freaking out because I'm like, okay, okay I missed my chance. And then two days later she, Replies back and she's like, hey, if you're ever in L.A., I would love to glam. And I replied back, actually, crazy thing is I'm going to be in L.A. next week. I had no flight booked. Um, <laughs>
3: oh, my God. I ended
2: up li- literally like the night before I left, I booked my flight. I'm like, mom, I'm leaving. She's like, no, you're not. This is like not it. Like, how are you going to go out there? You have no money. You have-. So I went with $200 in my pocket and I never came back home.
3: Love the story, amazing!
2: And, you know, from that first day I did Kylie, she looked at her makeup and she told me, "Can you please move in with me? I'm rent- I'm building a new house."
3: <laughs> this is insane. This and, is such a good story.
2: Um, everything from there is history. I love her. I love the family. They're such incredible people. I couldn't be more blessed.
3: So, Kylie found you on Instagram, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: What was it on your Instagram that you think? attracted her to the point of reaching out to you because right now there is thousands hundreds of thousands of talented makeup artists and you weren't even living in LA what was that the one thing that she saw and thought i need to work with this guy
2: i remember her showing me a picture of this girl that i was working with her name is Erica Mena she was on like love and hip hop new york or something and um she showed me a picture of her that I had done her makeup, and she's like, I want this. And she's like, I remember stumbling across your page and I saw this and I was like, oh, okay, he can do the bright under eye that I like, mm. the soft brown smoky eye that it's like my vibe. And she's like, This this is it, like I want this. Okay. So we kind of recreated a similar look to that. But I'm I think if I'm not mistaken, she found me through Lily Galici, the owner of Lily Lashes.
3: Oh, I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So
2: Lily had a really big platform for glam and still has, but um, at, at the time that I was working with Lily, cause she was kind of the one who gave me my first chance at having like some kind of uh, social media breakout, you know, mm. like Lily had a following from being on Shaws of Sunset. And I remember that. She, I would DM her every day, and I was just like, I want to work with you. I'm gonna kill it. It's gonna be the best makeup you're gonna ever have, and I would bombard her with DMs every day. And then she finally replied, and she's like, Let me give this kid a chance. Like, I don't think it's gonna be that great. I remember her telling me the story. She's like, I don't think it's gonna be that great, but at least I'll I feel like I'm doing something good. Like this kid has been trying forever. So she comes to New York for New York Fashion Week, and lets me do her makeup and cancels her makeup artist for the rest of the week. Wow. And. She ends up having me fly out to LA. That was my first time going out to LA. I stayed for a weekend, did her makeup a couple of times, and I was posting this on my Instagram, and I guess Kylie saw that. And then three months later, I was in LA for the rest of my life. I would hope so.
3: Oh my god, love it. So. As I mentioned to you, we have worked with Kylie Jenner a couple of times. So one in London, it was actually funny enough, it was the Edition Hotel. This was the last time I was in the Edition Hotel. Kylie was staying here. We did all our events and that was 2017, right? So we worked with her once in, in London and then a second time in LA. And I don't think you guys were working together at the time. The first time we had her here, she had Rob Sheppy do her hair and makeup. And then in LA, that was spring 2015, I think, yeah. And then she had Harush do her makeup in December. Mm -hmm. So obviously, at that point, these makeup artists were part of the Kardashian family. And then at one point, she decided, well, you know what? I need my own people. So when did this happen? When did Kylie decide she wanted her own glam team and not to have to share resources with the rest of the family?
2: I think she decided early on in 2015. I feel like she... When she first tried me out, which was, like, in April of 2015...
3: You were just starting out?
2: We were just starting out. We were glamming, like, probably every other day or every other week, and it started becoming every month, and then she was... Into um, changing between me and Harouche, right? Okay. Um, and then it just started becoming a thing. Like we did our like first major red carpet, and it was like, okay, like this is it. Like this is my team. It became me in Tokyo forever. Right.
3: Amazing, and then you ended up being in her show.
2: And then Life of Kylie. <laughs> yeah, that
3: was, you, you were amazing. I, I love that mess. scene you where know, you were doing your thing, and she was like, where's where Ariel? Where's Ariel? You know it's yeah. funny? Yeah, that I was think super we, funny.
2: You know, reality TV is set up to be entertaining. Yeah.
3: Um, I'm sure this was not TV, It was like a little, so, oh, let's just get Ariel lost. I and we know, look for him. but
2: it's so funny. I'm so, like, work-driven. Mm. And I spend majority of my life doing that. And um, it was just funny because I was just like, I hope the world really understands that this is just to entertain you guys because I'm really, really focused on my job. But um, it was really funny. Yeah. I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't not like I don't regret it.
3: Yeah. I'm sure this at some point in Kylie's life this may have happened with another makeup artist and they were reenacting it.
2: Maybe I'm what just knows? saying.
3: Who mm. knows? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> All right, okay, but you've also, um, we're going through your Instagram and you're obviously working with Kim sometimes mm-hmm. and some of the other sisters and the family. Um, how does that work? Do you have time after doing Kylie to drumming the rest of the family?
2: Between Kim and Kylie, I split my time kind of evenly.
3: Okay. Um,
2: I feel like they both have a good understanding. Kim obviously knows Kylie has priority over priority, me. Priority, yeah. And so they they have a good balance at working that out. When Kim needs me, she'll make sure that like Kylie is not trying to use me at the same time or okay. whatever. Cause then if not, she'll just work it out. She's really easy going. So I feel like Kim has a good understanding of that. She's been doing this for for so many years.
3: Yeah. And how is it different doing Kylie's and Kim's makeup? Do you follow the same rules, or does um, each girl have a different look that they go for, whether there are slight differences? How does it work?
2: I feel like they're a little different. I mean, a lot different. Although they're very similar, the differences are pretty big. Like, Kim has a more... Refined simplicity to her glam, where Kylie loves glam so much. Like she'll try any look, she'll do color. And, okay. and I feel like Kim's tr- starting to break back into that because she was doing that like back in 2009 mm-hmm. with Mario, but I feel like they're, they're trying to bring it back now. Mm. And but either way, I feel like Kim will forever have more simplicity and just simple. Okay.
3: <laughs> yeah. Just more, more, more classic, uh, uh, refined. More plastic, yeah. refined.
2: Mm-hmm. Not and that Kylie. Kylie isn't, but it's just a little bit more glam and to our day and age of what makeup and hair is.
3: Yeah. And have you ever done Chris Jenner's makeup?
2: Yeah. And we work often. Chris yeah. is always asking me to do her makeup right. at 5 a.m., 4 a.m. At f-
3: yeah, craziest hours. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> she wakes, she's the wakes first up so one, early, right? yeah. Yeah. I know. I saw her at the Vogue conference. She was speaking um, a couple of months ago in New York, and she was saying she doesn't get much sleep. She's up at 4 So the glam with Chris is what, is 4.30 a.m.?
2: 4.30 to 5 a.m.
3: Sometimes you've a
2: good 6 a.m. and you're like, yes, I got to sleep (laughs) another (laughs) day. But, um, you know, how are you supposed to run an empire when Mm. the rest of the world is awake and you're sleeping? You have to be up. Mm.
3: And she doesn't have any say on how the girls are made up, obviously. Everyone has their own opinions. Because she she runs a tight ship. She manages everyone, the momager. But when it comes to the looks and the glam, the girls do their own thing, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. She has no say on that. No say. Yeah.
2: Okay. The girls are very independent in that way. Like They they all have their look and they all have their vibe and how they like things done. I feel like they're very well aware of how they like life to go. <laughs> Sounds
3: good. All right. So your masterclass,
2: mm-hmm.
3: which was fully booked, it sold out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw pictures on Instagram. It looked amazing. What inspired you to start your own masterclass?
2: I feel like masterclasses have been done for so many years before I was even born Okay, (laughs) you know what I mean and just classes in general I like the idea you know what's funny I just realized something my sister's a teacher and I feel like I'm kind of following in her footsteps Mm. in a weird way but um I like the idea of being able to inspire other people If that means me standing up on stage, teaching them my ways of doing makeup, then that's exactly what Mm. I'm going to do. And I realized that when I wanted to start my master classes, my goal was not just for it to be a makeup class. Hmm. I wanted it to be a seminar where people walked out feeling, again, elevated and inspired. And I will forever say this about myself. My goal in life is to aspire to inspire. That is my model. That is what Mm. I live by. And I feel like when my students walk out of my class, I want them to feel like they can conquer anything because that's exactly my mentality. Mm. If you're crazy enough to believe in your dreams, then you're, you're going to do anything in life. Mm.
3: I've read one of your interviews where you mentioned that when you were just starting out as a makeup artist, I know you're looking at me in fear, what she's going to say now. Uh, you um, You would hype yourself up mm-hmm. by saying, I am the best makeup artist in the world. Mm-hmm. Tell us about this, tell us when this started and how did that make you feel?
2: You know what, there was this model that I worked with. I, I signed up for this website called Model Mayhem, so I met, uh, I met a lot of people here. This was kind of like where I had my, my first time kind of manifesting things for myself. And I feel like, um, you know, the, the secret. Have you heard of that book?
3: Uh, yeah, I've read yeah. it many so, times.
2: It's <laughs> just the, the law of attraction. Well. And I remember um, somebody speaking to me about it, and I took it really literal. <laughs> you okay. know, that saying, fake it till you make it? I really, I really took that serious. Um, I remember signing up to this website, and my bio was very, very confident. I remember I was saying like things like, I'm the best makeup artist. I've done this, I've done that. Like I just listed a whole bunch of things. I can't even remember what I said. But um, people would reach out to me thinking I really was the best thing because how could this kid be talking so highly of himself? I never spoke about my age because I felt like I would be not allowed to do certain things. So I just either lied about it or never said anything. If they didn't ask me, I wouldn't say anything. If they did, I would add a couple years, maybe two. (laughs) Okay. This one model had told me like, you're going to be so incredible. Like the fact that at this young age, you're this good. I could only imagine what you're going to be like when you're 21. And I'm just like, really? Like I was, I wasn't very confident like that. I was lying about it, you know, Mm -hmm. but she, pushed me to be crazy enough to believe in that. And I feel like when I started to believe it that hard, Mm -hmm. that's when things started to happen. So that's why I preach so hard to people that you can dream and dream big, but if you're crazy enough to believe it harder than anybody else will, that's when things will start happening for you. That's a great message. That's a really good message.
3: Let's just talk about social media, okay? You have millions and millions of followers. Mm Um, a lot of our listeners are makeup artists who are starting out and they want to grow their social media presence and their Instagram following. What is your strategy? How have you grown
2: your Instagram? Luckily, I had a big push from Kylie. I remember the (laughs) the next day after she posted me, she posted me the same day I did her her makeup for the first time. That day, my social media following jumped like 40,000. The next day, 60,000. And Like things just like were jumping like crazy, like the numbers were insane. I think, again, my story is a true testament that anything could happen because that was just me manifesting my dreams. I've always wanted to work with this family Mm -hmm. and I made it happen for myself. I think you have to be willing to go above and beyond to not care what other people have to think and just fend for yourself. On social media, be the most persistent human being on this planet. Make sure that you make yourself known, even when nobody else is listening. Mm -hmm. You scream at the top of your lungs and let them know who you are. Um, DM everyone, whoever it is that you want to work with, let them know that you're willing to go above and beyond to be there. Mm -hmm. People like to see driven people, people who have a good work ethic and want to be there, people who are willing to stay on set past the hours that you were supposed to be there just Mm -hmm. because, without getting paid for it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? People appreciate people who want to work and who want to be there. And I feel like it's the same concept with social media. If you want to make it work, then you're willing to be as persistent as you possibly can be.
3: And in terms of your strategy, you post pictures of your clients, work. of your work, on your feed, and then you use your stories to show your personal side. Yeah. Tell us about the do- okay. two different angles. I was going to
2: get there. I'm, I feel like my social media, my Instagram grid is for my work and strictly my work. If you catch one selfie of me, I'm still talking about my career or whatever it is. I'm never trying to promote me physically. My brand is my makeup. My brand is not me. And I try to let people know that too, because at my master classes, I have girls that are about to cry. And I'm just like, baby, I'm just as normal as you. Cry about my makeup, not me.
3: <laughs> you have your fans.
2: And I, I appreciate that, and I'm so overwhelmed with the amount of love that I get, and that's great. I try to separate the two. So on my social on my social media, I do my Insta stories. I do more of me. I, I, I let my personality shine a little more, just just let people feel a little bit more like they can know me. Know the that's artist a, behind
3: yeah.
2: the face. That's <laughs> the, the, a good
3: strategy. You know yeah, what I mean? That's really good. Because
2: that goes away in a couple hours, but you get to still see, You know what I mean? Like, just know a little more about myself personally. But Mm. then my Instagram stays very professional and it's just about my work, so that when you scroll through my Instagram, you can strictly see what Makeup by Ariel does.
3: Okay, I like that. Now, over the years, I've met a lot of makeup artists, and as you said before, go out of your way to support their client. And sometimes a client would want their cars booked or they would want certain things done and maybe their assistant is not around. Um, And there's certain makeup artists that I've spoken to that actually they take over and they want to manage their client's life if that's what the client needs right now. And others that take a step back and they just, I'm all about makeup. Where do you sit?
2: I'm just a giving human being in general. Like I like to be there for people. If somebody needs me, I'm gonna, and I'm available.
1: Yeah. am sure. I
2: mean, listen, I'm lucky enough to be inside a circle where I'm treated like family. So with your family, you would do anything for them, right? Um, okay. there's been times where maybe Kai is not feeling so good. And we started, we, we, I was supposed to do her makeup and I'm at her house. I might as well sit there and take care of my baby. I love her. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So your friends, your support. Friends, yeah. You know your I mean?
3: client and friend, and yeah, I try you, to have a good anything. relationship
2: with my clients. Yeah, you know, friendship is key in life. Like, why not? I spend so much time face to face with them. You, you eventually end up building a friendship.
3: Mm-hmm. Sounds good. What's your relational relationship with YouTube? It's a whole new world out there with all those YouTubers and makeup artists, you know, like a Jeffree Star of this world who do their makeup and their big personalities. Is this something that you would ever want to do?
2: I never want to say never, (laughs) Mm. because why limit yourself, right? Um, The YouTube world is the next generation of TV. It's the It's just what this generation is living on every day, Um, social media in general, the internet. You know, there's a huge difference between what I do and what a YouTuber does, and there's so much work that goes into it. I'm friends with a lot of them. They dedicate their whole entire life to this, day in, day out. I see them uploading videos, editing, filming, doing appearances and having that filmed as well. Like everything mm. of their life is so public and I'm so reserved. Hmm. I feel like it was really hard for me to do that, the life of Kylie. And like knowing really? that that was going to be out there for the uh-huh. world to see. Because I'm such a reserved person and like I refer, I prefer to be behind the camera. That's why I joined okay. to be a makeup artist. But um, you
3: never know. Never know. Maybe YouTube is the next thing for Maybe. you. Maybe one day. Maybe. Okay.
2: I've done a couple videos. And even then I was like, I had to be pushed. Like I did this video with Shay Mitchell and it did really well, but.
3: Oh, I think I watched it What well, you were doing her yeah. makeup. <laughs> yeah, I watched that a while ago, I forgot about it. <laughs> yeah we have
2: such a good dynamic that it made it easy, but I don't think I could sit in front of a camera every day and make this my life.
3: So are you ever going to do your own makeup range? What do you think?
2: Oh. Of course, I course. think it's every makeup artist's dream to have their own makeup line and um, I just think right now the makeup industry is really congested so I'm gonna wait for that pocket mm-hmm. where I can jump in and shine but right now if you're not a Kylie Jenner or a Kim Kardashian or an established brand it's like being stuck on a freeway with no exit. And I don't want to be stuck on that freeway. I want my brand to elevate and go past what my expectations even exceed. Mm.
3: What's your sign?
2: I'm a Gemini. Hmm,
3: Okay. Wise words from a Gemini. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and I know you're um, getting ready to get on with your day. And we have our meet and greet coming up. So I'm going to wrap this up with, can you share with us three things that you learned from working with the Kardashians. Three things that drive you to success.
2: You know, these girls are so hardworking. I'm talking about them from the second they sit in glam, it's on a phone call for a brand deal or whatever it is, their own brand, their, their cosmetic lines, to on a computer answering emails, back to back, I, I mean, it's nonstop. We're going from filming to an appearance to a photo shoot, back home to their kids, like it's like nonstop. And I feel like the the main thing I've learned is to have good work ethic. I've always had that with me, but um, I feel like being with them, it's been instilled in my brain. Another thing is kindness takes you really far. Those girls have the biggest heart and are the sweetest people to everyone. You will never catch them being rude or disrespectful to anyone they meet. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, specifically with Kylie, she kindly reminds me all the time, our advantage is our youth. Take advantage of that. Work hard right now, Mm -hmm. and later just sit back and relax and enjoy life. And I feel like she's always constantly reminding me about that.
3: Love it. Amazing. That was, one of the most fun interviews we've done. Ariel, thanks for being with us. Thank you and have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you. If you like the Overnight Success Podcast, please make sure you tell a friend, subscribe on Apple Podcast, and don't forget to leave us a rating or comment. You can find me at Mrs. Rodia on Twitter and Instagram. This is the Overnight Success Podcast. I am Maria Hatsi-Stefanis. See you next week.